Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. This is the Kent Online Podcast on Tuesday, September the 29th. A snapshot of all the big stories happening in the county today. Well, first up, a decision to allow a fun fair to set up in a Kent town despite coronavirus restrictions being stepped up has been slammed by some people living there. Swale Borough Council have said the amusements can run on Faversham Rec for three days from Thursday, despite the government introducing the whole rule of six. Well, Andy Austin lives in the town. He's been speaking to us and doesn't think having the fair is a good idea. The town council has managed the COVID situation very well with the cancellation of many future events and past events such as the Hop Festival, the Faversham Carnival, the switching on of Faversham Christmas lights. But it seems that the decision to allow a fun fair to arrive in town has been taken over their heads by Swale Borough Council. And currently the situation is that where Faversham has a very low COVID rate, the town is being put under huge risk with the fun fair coming into town this weekend. I have spoken to many residents of Faversham who agree with my views, and I would say 95% of the residents that I've spoken to certainly would prefer if the fair doesn't come to the town um, for their own safety. The fair is a particular particularly popular event twice a year in Faversham and we are absolutely not against it but under the current regulations and the current safety levels for COVID I think it would be very wise for the fair to be delayed or rescheduled to a date into 2021 where hopefully the coronavirus uh, pandemic is at a much lower rate or is is under control. I think that to uh, publicly promote a mass gathering, even though the fair say that is it is COVID safe, would be very very unwise, and is certainly not in keeping with any of the moves that the government are trying to introduce in the country, and is actually very against a lot of the guidelines and the safety notices that have been put out. Bosses of the funfair have described it as COVID secure, while the council are sticking by their decision. Well, in our poll, the vast majority of you think it shouldn't go ahead. You can still have your say by voting at Kent Online. Five primary schools in West Kent are going to close early once a week to try and reduce the spread of coronavirus. The Valley Invicta Academies Trust, which runs schools in Aylesford, Maidstone, Kingshill and Laybourne, is going to use Wednesday afternoons for teachers' planning time. It's hoped it'll stop staff having to move from one class to another while covering lessons. Meantime, another school in Sittingbourne has recorded a case of coronavirus. Year 9 pupils at Borden Grammar have been told to self-isolate after someone in their form group tested positive. At least three other schools in Sittingbourne have also had confirmed cases this month. And eight members of staff at a Weatherspoon pub in Canterbury are self-isolating after one of them contracted COVID-19. 
The employee at the Thomas Inglesby tested positive for coronavirus on Friday after showing symptoms. Now, as we're again told to work from home if we can, a Kent MP's raised the issue of flexible rail fares in the Commons. Greg Clark has previously urged South Eastern to come up with ticketing options that take into account our change in commuting habits. The Tunbridge Wells rep says season tickets are no longer an option for many, but they shouldn't have to pay for more expensive peak day returns either. And a song's going to be released to raise money for the children of a Kent nurse who died from COVID-19. 39-year-old Amy O'Rourke worked at Margate's QEQM and passed away after contracting the virus in April. Producer Herb Middleton, who's worked with stars like Usher and Mary J. Blige, has teamed up with singer Jazzy to create It's Our Love. The money from sales and streams will go to Amy's daughters Molly, Megan and Maddie. Kent Online News. Health bosses in Kent are investigating at least 18 serious incidents after GP and dermatology services were stripped from the control of a private medical company. Contracts were taken away from DMC Healthcare in July following safety fears. Now an independent review is taking place to see if delays to treatment for thousands of patients in North Kent caused any harm. The man who's leading the investigation into the baby death scandal at East Kent Hospitals says some NHS trusts need to be better at admitting their mistakes. An independent review is looking at whether failings in care led to the avoidable deaths of at least 15 newborns at the QEQM in Margate and William Harvey Hospital in Ashford. Dr Bill Kirkup has been giving evidence about the safety of maternity services across England to the Health and Social Care Committee. There are some units that actively conceal what they're doing. When they get in sufficient trouble, their response is to stop communicating with the outside world and to disguise the failings that they've got. I think they do that with the intention that they can sort it all out themselves. A couple of stories from court for you now. And two men have gone on trial accused of forcing their way into a home in Gillingham with knives while demanding drugs and money. A jury's heard how a baby was knocked out of its buggy during the robbery on James Street last October. The 19 and 20-year-olds are also accused, along with an 18-year-old man, of stealing mountain bikes from two teenagers. A Herne Bay man who attacked a doorman at a nightclub before driving a car into the gates of the venue has been jailed for more than two years. The victim suffered a large cut to his face after being bitten by Kenny McMahon in July 2018. The 27-year-old from Blackburn Road also injured the man's leg when he drove the vehicle towards the Life Lounge bar. Now, Kent Online has been told how lots of us have been getting creative in Kent during lockdown. While some say making pieces of art has helped with anxiety and stress, for others, it's been a way of giving back to the community. Now, various exhibitions are opening across the county to show off paintings and sculptures. Hildegard Pax runs Art Spring Gallery in Tunbridge. I think art gives us something that takes us out of our everyday reality. It allows us to contemplate, something to get lost in, even something beautiful that can uplift us. It can also be something uh, that questions the status quo, Something to make us think, but beyond the everyday, to look at the bigger picture, to really make an emotional connection and and sustain us in that process and and take us to a, a different place, emotionally and intellectually maybe as well. I guess it's kind of an escape at a time where everyone feels very shut away. Yeah, we've, we've 
chosen that title as well for the show, but that was really to see how art can help, especially during the lockdown, art can really help us refocus and get away from the, the concern and the anxiety that obviously people, you know, have gone through. What kind of themes in the art have you seen come out of uh, lockdown that you're going to be presenting at the um, exhibition? Well, it's quite a range, actually. We've got um, some art that is sort of inspired by uh, colour and the theme of rainbows, which was so prominent throughout, um, especially with all the recognition of the NHS and the key workers. So there's some, some rainbow art um, with inspiring words. It's a really, really great embroidery work. So we're looking forward to receiving all the artwork. Their Art Escapes exhibition in October will donate 10% of profits to Young Minds UK. A little boy from Kent who raised more than a million pounds for charity by walking 10k on his prosthetic legs has been named as a finalist for a National Bravery Award. Five-year-old Tony Hudgel from Kings Hill was abused by his birth parents as a baby and is in the Young Hero category of this year's Amplifon Awards for Brave Britons. 90-year-old table tennis world champion Pam Butcher from Mepham is also up for an Active Ages prize. The winners will be announced in a fortnight. And a dog from Sittingbourne has been named the nation's most destructive pet. Three-year-old Cocker Spaniel Samuel knocked a can of blue paint over his owner's cream carpet. You can see a very sorry-looking Samuel and pictures of his destruction at kentonline.co.uk. Finally today, football, and there's another new player at Priestfield. Defender Declan Drysdale has has joined Gillingham on a season-long loan from Coventry City. Well, Steve Evans says the 20-year-old has outstanding distribution and is very strong physically. The Jills are back in action on Saturday when they travel to take on Shrewsbury Town in League One. That's it for today. Don't forget, as always, you can subscribe to the IM News app, which will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. To do that, head to iliftmediasubs.co.uk. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.